0: Hello and welcome to episode 121 of the Startcast, Press Start weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan Roxburgh, and I'm joined today by my fellow gamer, Brody. Hello. How you doing, man? Just a two-man podcast, you and I. Yep, two-manning oh, it. Yeah, no, should yeah, be good. Yeah, yeah. The last time that we were on a podcast together, I got evacuated from my from my flat. That was an that is true. one of the more interesting ends to a podcast I think we've had. <laughs> it was... Just- it was just a false alarm, wasn't it? False alarm. It was... It, well, yeah, it was a It was a drill. So they were just getting us yeah. out to make sure, like, we knew the procedure and whatnot. But, yeah, rather inconvenient timing. Um, mm, I it was, was kind was of chilling. Forgetting. It was
1: chilling to hear. <laughs> and and then felt like you, went, you went missing for half an hour, and I was, I was getting a bit nervous, I'll be honest.
0: Well, I got sent out into the cold, and... I was just too busy freezing to check my phone. I probably should have messaged you guys. I felt a bit bad about that. I didn't want to no. leave it hanging on the podcast either. I thought about just like disappearing from social media for a week and just <laughs> <laughs> seeing what sort of reaction we got. Um, but no, I would feel bad to do that. Uh, but so it's you're busy. alive. I'm alive. I am. Yeah, you are speaking to the actual Ewan. They've not cloned me. This not, is me. Not his ghost. No, that's it. Um, you, it's been busy at the m- moment, Brody. You've been particularly busy. You just reviewed Call of Duty World War II in the week. Um, I wanted yeah. to pick your brain about that because uh, I've just beat Wolfenstein uh, and I've put oh, yeah. in my Amazon order for uh, for COD because um, we were talking about sort of like banding together online <coughs> and playing that together. Um, yep, yep. But uh, before it arrives for me, let's hear some of your thoughts about it. What did, what did you make of the game?
1: Um. I, I I'm one of those sort of guys that buys and plays Call of Duty for the single player campaign. I'm not I'm not mm. really much of a PVP sort of guy. I don't play a lot of games online, partly because mm. I suck, partly because they're too <laughs> much of a time sink and you fall behind too quickly. But um, yeah. in terms of campaigns, I'm gonna go out on a not not too much of a limb here and say that WW2 has got easily the best campaign of a Call of Duty so far. I think really like, of all of them. Yeah, I think so. Like, in terms of combining, you know, just good action set pieces, like, like just really good... Um, like, there's some missions in this game that are just so good. Like, and obviously they're set around real battles that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're just, it just makes it so much... Like, the gravity of the situation is just so much more apparent. And, like, mm-hmm. you feel the tension, like, of the war and stuff like that. And, obviously, it combines that with the typical, you know, Call of Duty flair, like, with a bit of you know there's a bit of stank on it with all the explosions and like things that you absolutely could not survive but you do anyway because it's Call of Duty yeah. and you've got pl- and your sure. plot armor but um i just feel like it, it just makes more sense and the story's better written it's it, to me it was more like a it, it it played like a hbo drama like it reminded me a lot of um i don't know if you played like the brothers in arms games like hell's uh- highway
0: I've I know of them, but I've not played them. No. Yeah,
1: like like that's that, that had a really good story, and it was like really affecting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like though, again, like because Modern Warfare is one that springs to mind of being comparable in terms of a campaign. But I was, I was never a big fan of those.
0: The first Black Ops, yeah, yeah.
1: Was. Black Ops was pretty good. Um, but like I found those games like jumped you around too much, and there was just too much that you wouldn't believe would happen to like one guy and stuff like that
0: yeah yeah. and like
1: i don't like those sort of globe trotting things where like you just go to a different continent just for the sake of going there and stuff like that i I felt Mm. like a lot of those games were a bit random and the stories were kind of disjointed and made no sense whereas this is really well written and it's like it focuses on its characters it develops its characters and you actually yeah you become sort of attached to the cast by the end which is odd for a call of duty game i think
0: Hmm, that sounds really yeah. good. Because I, I, I've just, i just, like I was saying, I just beat Wolfenstein. Uh, yeah, and I'm literally of,
1: about to start that. I've waited to go. 4K to play w- it.
0: <laughs> All right, very cool, very cool. We've swapped over, sort of like tag-teaming these games. Um, yeah, basically. Yeah. But uh, I, I just absolutely if, loved it. Like, it's just... I, I love sort of, like, a like a straight, like a a straight straightforward sort of single-player um, first-person shooter. Yeah. I, I kind of love Doom for that regard. Like, it's nice just to sort of, like, get out of an open-world environment and stick to something sort of a bit more linear and just kind of concentrate on a story and concentrate on its yeah. characters. Uh, um,
1: I've got a very soft spot for, like, the corridor shooter that just, like, guides you through, tells yeah. a good story, and just has good action.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's, like, an inherently bad... Like, we sort of critique linear experiences from, t- from time to time, but... You know, like, the Uncharted games are linear experiences exactly. for yeah. the most part. So, I don't think we can critique them too much. Um, but, yeah, I, I absolutely loved Wolfenstein, man. I think you're going to really with, enjoy with, it. With, without,
1: uh, without treading on spoiler territory, sure. people, a lot of a lot of people on Twitter have been talking about a... Obviously, don't tell me because I'm going to play it. very shortly. Mm. Mm-hmm. But people have been claiming that there's, like, a really big, weird, crazy, like, from, like, 0 to 10 twist, like, in the middle
0: of Wolfenstein. Um... I think I know what they're talking about. Yeah, I won't describe I it there being. What? It certain the game certainly does go from like, uh, yeah. It suddenly be- it suddenly reminds you at times that it is insane and you're in this like bizarre alternate like yeah. history world. Like the whole um, uh, dot y- yeah, dart. You should sort of component to it, which are like the sort of high tech ancient civilization that sort of operated well before before uh like human races we came to know it sort of existed before modern civilization but they were sort of like light years ahead of where we were the fact that that sort of whole like subplot is there i sometimes forget about and then you get like this piece of this suit that kind of you know renders you indestructible and it's like okay yeah that's pretty crazy that that's 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 in the trailers you've seen that um but uh yeah, like it is. It is a bonkers game, and at times you forget how bonkers it is, and then suddenly you're reminded again. It's like, okay, yeah, this is bizarre. Um, but that's what I love about it. It's kind of got those those random bits of humour that just really appeals to me, um, and the characters yeah. are just so great and so unique. Um, I think that's what really makes the game the game shine. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'd be plan. curious. Yeah, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts once you do. Uh, anyhow, let's get on with the show. We got a bit to discuss this week, and we're going to try and keep this one, uh, nice and punchy. Um, so let's start off with, uh, EA acquiring the Titanfall developer Respawn Entertainment. Uh, news came through just in the last couple of days. Obviously, these are the developers famous for the Titanfall franchise. Uh, they were meant to be working on a VR Star Wars game as well as Titanfall 3 at the moment, uh, and have now been acquired by EA. Um, what do you think this means for them and, and the, their projects that they had on the go?
1: Um, I really don't know. I mean, I I think... Do EA publish Titanfall anyway? They did, yeah.
0: Yeah, so They already so had a pretty close relationship there.
1: Yeah, So and they've already got a pretty vested interest in that, so I, I hmm. can't see there being any concerns for that. If anything, they, they might, you know, try to push them in a more multiplayer-centric direction, possibly. Because, you know the whole thing with EA and like where well, yeah, the, the yeah, discussion the around trend, single huh? player games and like the value of single player games and linear experiences and stuff like that. But, um, mm-hmm. I really hope they don't sort of throw the Titanfall single player away to the wayside entirely yeah. because Did Titanfall 2 was Titanfall actually 2? very, yeah, it was, it was yeah. really good. Um, it was. like I can't remember the BT, BT four. No, nah, I can't remember. What uh, his name the, was, like, the, yeah. Yeah. your Titan, yeah, The rope, the, ro- the robot. Yeah. Like he was uh-huh. so good. And um, yeah, I there was that, that really cool scene. Scene. mission yeah. as
0: well with the sort of time shifting. Yeah, exactly. Thing yeah, there's, on. there's
1: so much, yeah, so much to explore in that universe, and I just hope they don't sort of give that up. But um, I've, this is this VR Star Wars game is actually news
0: to me. I, I didn't know about this. Yeah, I, I found that news quite bizarre. I mean, because that already speaks to a pretty intimate relationship with EA, right? Because obviously they're now in yeah. control of the Star Wars property for the purpose of video games outside of mm. like Lego Star Wars and and whatnot um yeah so uh yeah i i found that news to be quite uh interesting to begin with um so i think it makes mm. sense that they sort of persist with that because <coughs> obviously star wars is just this money-making machine at the moment very excited by the mm. way uh sure. that we're getting like another trilogy and a tv show now as mm. well um but yeah like I, I'm I'm amazed that they sort of have the resources to to manage all this because um, mm. you know like uh, respawn have sort of not been around all that long they were sort of born out of like ex uh, Call of Duty devs ex Infinity Ward guys I'm fairly sure yeah yeah um, yep. and they went off and they did Titanfall and have then since done Titanfall two um, both of which haven't been huge successes um, no, Titanfall if was anything, obviously I think, I think I think Titanfall two undersold quite a bit on what
1: they were expecting. Yeah, despite, yeah. It, despite it being really, really good, I think it was, uh, it was received really well critically. Uh-huh. I just don't think I just don't think the sales were there. Yeah, I think it came out the, around the same time as something else, and I think that was a bad yes. move. I, th- I think yeah, I think it, it was wedged in
0: between um, Call of Duty and Battlefield One came out like sm- like in the week between yeah, exactly. the two of those games. Yeah, so that was suicide. Yeah, um, which obviously this means that EA have like forgiven them for that, or realised they sort of made a mistake, and see that there is more potential with Titanfall. Yeah, uh, that, that's true. assuming that Titanfall three is continuing. Um, mm. but uh, I hope I hope it does. Um, and I'm honestly I'm I th- I, th- I, th- I yeah I think the VR Star Wars game is honestly the bigger news here. Like
1: I, I'm 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 not surprised by EA acquiring, uh, respawn like not at all. But um yeah. I think there's a lot of obviously doomsayers at the moment that are concerned given what having to uh
0: visceral and stuff like that. Yeah. That they well, might, I mean they like they EA get... is is just a bad yeah. place and like my concern seeing this was that um, you know, like Respawn kind of puts one game out and it gets shutters because I, I just I just worry that they don't quite know how to handle it but I know had, had Titanfall 2 sort of like come out on a different period sort of like it was like a February-March release rather than a November mm. release it might have it might have fared a bit better. Um, but fingers crossed because sure. I think they are a really talented developer and uh, I would hate to see them um, suffer at the hands of EA but <laughs> we, we shall yeah. find out um, the VR Star Wars game though while we're on that like, what do you think we can expect from that Is it, do you think it's just going to be like a side sort of smaller experience or are you sort of hoping for a fuller fleshed out game I haven't actually read the article have they showed anything about that yet or is it literally just news other than saying yeah we're working on a VR Star Wars game I don't think they've said anything else at this stage
1: yeah I don't know Um,
0: I'd like to think it might be something a little more fleshed out than
1: say the uh, Criterion one that was bundled in with Battlefront like the uh, x Mm wing thing I'd Mm -hmm. like to think it'd be a bit more than that Uh, if anything it'd be cool if they were doing something similar to the uh, you know the AR thing that they've got out at the minute the lightsaber thing something like that but maybe like a fuller experience would be kind of cool but Mm. um yeah I don't know I'm definitely you know anything VR always tends to pique my interest so and anything Star Wars at the moment is piquing my interest as well so
0: yeah stick a move controller in my hands and let me wield it like a lightsaber I will be down for that (laughs) you will be there day one (laughs) absolutely man Star Wars I'm all over it um Okay, let's move on to item number two then, and that is that Harry Potter is getting a Pokemon Go treatment. Neantic, the developer of Pokemon Go, uh, has announced their next game. It's called Harry Potter Wizards Unite, and will let players experience J.K. Rowling's Wizarding World. You'll be able to learn spells, as well as explore your neighbourhood to discover and fight legendary beasts. Uh, no release, no word on release date yet. Uh, And the Antic have just told us to stay tuned to their social channels. Uh, What are your thoughts on on this? Are you keen to get involved in a Harry Potter-style Pokemon game? I mean, the other way around, a Pokemon Go-style Harry Potter game? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I might cop a bit of
1: flack for this, but I've honestly never seen or read anything to do with Harry Potter. Really? Never. No, never. Uh, How did you avoid that? I don't know. It It just passed me by, to be honest. Um... I I think I've seen one of the movies. I've seen one with a. It's got a big. I think it's called the Basilisk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a big. So it's Chamber yeah. of Secrets. The yeah, so one. that that's literally the only one I've seen, and obviously I I know all. The only the, the I think the most familiar thing I have in terms of Harry Potter is like memes. Mm. Like, like I used the one of uh, you know the shook the the shook one of uh Snape leaning against the wall or whatever it is. I use it yeah. nearly daily, but I honestly don't know the context of it, but um. Yeah, so the, the, I don't really have a, a big interest in this, personally. Yeah, like, you um, don't have a horse in the race, huh? No, I don't have a horse in the, With Pokemon, at least, you know, I grew up with that, and I uh, I watched the show, I played the games, so that it sort of got me out and about. But, um, yeah, no, I, I don't have a horse in this race, unfortunately.
0: Huh. What about you? Are you, that are you, amazingly, are you keen? Because, like, I mean, I sort of, like, uh, I mean, I sort of grew up at the time these books were sort of, like, yeah, well, coming yeah, so popularity. did I. I mean, and, like, and you're like, yeah, there is not, they're not, there is an age difference between us, but we're still very much of the same sort of generation. So I'm yeah. surprised I, that like, you... I, I had the book. Someone gave them to me for Christmas, but I, I'm not a real big reader either,
1: so... Right. I, yeah, I just I just kicked them on to someone else who wanted to read them, and I, I never even bothered, so... Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I mean, okay. like, un, until last year, I'd never even seen Lord of the Rings, so I'm sort of not up with it with uh, all these pop culture <laughs> phenomenons. <laughs>
0: You just making your own way, paving your own way forward, Yeah, you? I make my um, I make my own rules, man. I make my own rules. Yeah, no, that's why I respect about you, already. Yeah, uh, uh, well, I'm I'm really keen for this. I'm a I am would not say a, like a a hard Harry Potter fan. Like I know some people sort of live and breathe it. Uh, I would not win a Harry Potter trivia match. Um, do you but, Do you have a photo posing at the shopping
1: trolley that go, that's going into the wall? Uh, if you do, you're a real I, fan.
0: I don't. No. And I've yeah, actually, no, so and I that. was at King's Cross Station like a couple of months ago, and didn't do that because I was a, the urge. So it was like a, a massive crowd gathered around the wall. that were queuing up for maybe like a good half hour to just take this damn picture, and I was like, really, not not that keen. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It's they've just had to totally reevaluate that station because they've just ruined (laughs) it. Um, But yeah, no, I'm I'm really keen on this. It sounds like a neat idea. Um, I find it interesting that you're sort of like collecting spells rather than collecting like legendary beasts. I'd have thought that would make more sense, and would sort of like tie Mm. into the sort of legendary beasts um, movie series they've got going now. Um, yep, yep. But, you know, like collecting spells, I guess, makes sense. Um, and then that lets you sort of like fight these legendary beasts as if they were gyms from the Pokemon games, I guess is, is what they're saying. Um, so, yeah, I, m- I mean, like next to Pokemon, there's probably like a handful of, of properties that sort of really have mainstream mass appeal. Uh, and Harry Potter mm-hmm. has got to be one of them, so I suspect this will yeah, for sure. just spread like wildfire once it comes out. Um, I look forward to hearing about it daily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you do you think it? Do you think it has the the capabilities to sort of reach Pokemon Go levels of success? I th- yeah, well, yeah, I guess it depends
1: on just like what the gameplay is. Mm. Like, I I assume it's going to be something very similar. Like, uh, like as you say, instead of collecting like. Pokemon you'll be collecting spells. So I don't know how exactly that's going to work and if they have a good sort of PVP component to it, if there is going to be one at all, which Pokemon didn't really Pokemon Go didn't really have at launch. They didn't have gyms and stuff like that. So if they sort of have that stuff from the get-go, I mean it, like obviously Harry Potter is a big enough brand to um to sort of get it out there and yeah, I I think it'll probably be pretty big. Like yeah. I say I look forward to hearing all about it because I'm sure it's going to be everywhere when it comes out.
0: Yeah, I mean Pokemon Go was just kind of crazy like that wasn't it I remember like going to yeah. a local park and there were just like dozens oh, and man. dozens yeah, of like, teenagers p- and young adults sort of kicking yeah. it out in this park
1: the park near and, my house went mental
0: yeah <laughs> when that came out uh, and I spoke to the ranger I'm like I bet you've never seen this many people in your park and he's like this is something else like this is yeah I never thought this would be possible like,
1: I, went a, I went out a couple times for Pokemon Go and like I went to the park one time and I saw people mm. like literally trying to get closer to like you know the uh, like the refresh stops the pokey stops or whatever it was people yeah. were trying to get closer to them in such a way that I saw like people backing their cars into each other it was yeah. so bizarre and like I went down to the beach at like 9 o'clock at night and yeah. there was hundreds of people there like it was just yeah. it was so so crazy
0: yeah, my brother and light. I went to our local park at, like, sort of midnight, one in the morning, something like that, because we were just kind of curious. Mm. We were up, and we we're like, I wonder if people are there. And so we went up, and sure enough, there was, yeah, you could just, like... You, it was pitch black, but you'd see people's mm. faces just illuminated by their screen, Yeah, the and glow of out, their phones, yeah. Out there in the darkness. Yeah. It was so so bizarre. Um, it's crazy how well, things Now we've got yeah. Harry Potter becoming a, a Pokemon Go-style type of game. Um, what sort of property... Like, what other franchise or property do you think deserves the Pokemon Go treatment? Yeah, I mean, I saw this question in the agenda for like the last five, ten minutes and I've been
1: thinking about it and <laughs> yeah. like, nothing's really coming to my mind for some reason. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean like AR is such a like a cool sort of technology. I feel like you could do a lot of like really cool things with it. Um, mm. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to think of ways that like, you could use the real world to like sort of map out areas and stuff like I find I find things like um you know how people do those like treasure hunt things but they use it like mm-hmm. with real life locations and stuff? I feel like things yeah. like that could be really cool, but I'm trying to think of how it would tie into like a game property. Mm. Maybe something like Assassin's Creed or something like that that has a lot of good world building. <laughs> yeah. But I don't really want to encourage people to like parkour off trees and stuff like that, so <laughs>
0: or go out and assassinate know. people. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well that too. Yeah, you know, that's never a good <laughs> idea. Um, I mean that that was yeah. happening with Pokemon
0: uh, Go, so I dread to think what happened with Assassin's Creed. Ex- exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other big game brands. Too, I'm trying to find some like,
0: way to like work Star Wars into this somehow, just because you know that I'm yeah, obviously Star Wars re- obsessed. Ze- but like, even Zelda, know. I'm trying to
1: think of how you could uh, make something out of that. Yeah, like, you
0: need some sort of like collecting side of it. Yeah, right? like, yeah,
1: and like you you don't really collect Zelda much right? in Zelda, like except for the the currencies. I mean, you could like make an Ocarina game where you like collect the songs or something like that, but even that's a bit naff. I, yeah, I, don't really well, know. I mean,
0: like, maybe you could even sort of like, go out and sort of, like, collect... um Yeah, I mean, it's kind of better, like, collecting... Because I guess with, like, Pokemon, yeah, well, the Pokestops where you've yeah, exactly. like, potions and whatnot, and I'm thinking, okay, that would work with Zelda, like, getting your... getting potions and maybe, like, getting different weapons or gadgets or something, but then how do you kind mm. of, like, work in the dungeon mechanic or something like that? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and like, and, like,
1: weapons don't really have the same... Like appeal to like collecting Pokemon because like you get attached to Pokemon because they're yeah they're meant to be they're meant to be your friends they're meant to be like yeah. tangible things and there's like the,
0: you can evolve a Pokemon as well and I assume these spells you're gonna be able to like level up and power up and stuff yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a
1: good question. I can't really. I'll be interested
0: to see how it works because I feel like there's only like a handful of spells in Harry Potter that lend themselves to combat. So I don't know what you're going to like do with Wingardium Leviosa or something that just makes things hover. I don't I don't see how that's going to particularly help you in this game. But yeah, we'll find out. It'll be interesting. I'm keen. I'm going to be keen to play it when it comes out. Uh, okay, to some slightly sadder news now. This comes from James Brightman at GamesIndustry.biz. Telltale Games, the episodic games developer behind the hits like The Walking Dead and Minecraft Story Mode, has unfortunately announced a round of layoffs today, cutting 25% of its workforce, impacting 90 individuals effective immediately. The company-wide restructuring is taking place to, quote, make the company more competitive as a developer and publisher of groundbreaking story-driven gaming experiences, with a high emphasis on high-quality Sorry, with uh, emphasis on high quality in the years ahead. End quote. A representative said that the restructuring should not have any impact on any of the developers' previously announced games. Uh, Here from Press Start, our hearts go out to everyone affected and hope they land on their feet okay. Um, Brody, do you think we should be worried about Telltale?
1: Um, No, I don't think so. Not as a company, necessarily. I think, obviously, it's very unfortunate that they're, uh, they're cutting a quarter of the workforce, but like they are, they say it in their statement that they're sort of refocusing and sort of trying to, not so much. I guess I, I feel like they've just taken on too much. Yeah. Like in, like I feel like even in like the last three or four years, they just constantly keep announcing new, new uh, properties that they are working with. Like they, like they've got the Guardians one. They've only done one season of the Game of Thrones. Mm. I think they've still got another Marvel one coming somewhere. I think down the line. And um, I just feel like all the experiences that they've been putting out, like obviously from the start, The Walking Dead was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The second season of that was phenomenal. The, the The Wolf Among Us was great. And then from then on, they started to sort of, as they were getting stretched thinner and thinner, they started becoming like watered down. Like they were, mm-hmm. there, was, there was less to them. You were getting less bang for your buck. And that's not to discredit anyone that was working on those, obviously. Like there's only so much you can do with like the workforce you have. But, um, yeah, I just feel like they were stretching themselves too thin. So, to hear that they're sort of going to go back to the drawing board and try and focus on better and probably fewer um, games is... I think it's a step in the right direction, obviously, uh, despite the uh, unfortunate layoffs.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask as well, like, what do you think they can do to approve? And I think you've, you've touched on a, on a bunch of factors there. Um, I 100% agree. I feel like they were just stretched too thin on too many projects. Mm. Um. And yeah, subsequently, just, like, Yeah. yeah
1: so <coughs> I was just gonna say they just kept taking on too much, like mm-hmm. too many properties. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy is good, sure, but I feel like even they missed that boat. Like it mm. came, it came too late. Mm. And like for Minecraft to be one of their better ones surprises me. Like I feel like that's done really well, but Minecraft is a monster, obviously. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like they, like they've got the. Yeah, sorry, go so, <laughs> sorry. We're both too eager to too, too eager to share our thoughts. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, like you were saying though, just like to many things, had way too many projects on the go at once, um, and I feel like the kind of necessary improvements that needed to happen say to their engine, like the games didn't run well ever. There was always mm-hmm, exactly, kind of stutter yeah, and, whatnot, yeah. and whatnot, and no matter what platform you're playing on. Um, and the other thing, like, in terms of them being stretched thin, like, they were publishing on pretty much, like, every platform you can imagine, like, in right phones, from... phones, yeah. Yeah, like, it was on, on phones. It was on Vita at one point as well. Like, the uh, at yep, least the first yep. two seasons of The Walking Dead, I played on Vita. I think it's kind um, of a switch now, too. Yeah. It's like, I, I just don't know how they, they did it all. Um, I suppose, And I suppose yeah. you can't whilst maintaining, like, a certain degree of quality. Um hmm, exactly i i mean i do i do care I think they're amazing storytellers, and uh they have a a whole bunch of properties that I care about. I'm losing my voice um <laughs> so I hope they do figure it out and sort of get things running a bit more smoothly mm yeah, i agree um, yep. I was gonna say as well um I oh, would the part of the problem <laughs> come, on, <laughs> voice, come on, you can do it, you can do it um <coughs> part Two of the problem moments. too is like you would uh, with with the episode like release, you like you just didn't really know uh when these games were going to be coming out, like when the next coming. episode was, right? Yeah. yeah, um, like I think, I think with oh I can't remember which
1: one it was. It might have been Game of Thrones, or maybe mm-hmm. even the first season of the Batman uh one they did. Like it was months and months and months between uh like episodes. Meanwhile, yeah. like you'd have episodes of like other franchises coming out and stuff like that. You're like, what are they even like working on at any given time? Like, hmm. are, they, are they? Do they have people working on each? And like, or like, what's going on? Like, it just seemed like such a mess. Yeah, but um, yeah, and, and as it, you say, what, like, like you're gone.
0: When those first like couple of seasons of The Walking Dead came out and uh, the Wolf Among Us as well, I was like, yeah. I, I kind of want to play like every game they release. Like I'm really enjoying these. And that just fell yeah. apart because like, I've not played Minecraft Story Mode. I've not played uh their Borderlands ones. I've not played Batman. I've not oh, played Game Bo- of Thrones. Borderlands is fantastic. You should play I've, Borderlands. I've heard that. I'm fairly sure I have it. Like, Installed yeah, on my it, PlayStation. I've just I think. Not it's, gone around I think it's probably their best. I think it's their right, best. Right. Okay. Be wow. That's. Yeah. I mean, better than the first season of The Walking Dead. That's. That's a big call. Yeah. I think so. I wow. Think so. I think All it's, right. It's okay. Really, really I will make that a priority then. Um. But like, you just reminded me. Like, I'd forgotten about Batman. Like, I'd forgotten about so many of these games that they've yeah, done. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I. I didn't honestly didn't even know that was out. Um, yeah, yeah exactly. and I feel like they, they yeah, just they're just out putting out stuff. too much they're going under the radar and people like me that do care about them as a developer like just can't mm. get around to playing all their games um, which is problematic they, they want to be making sure that their fans are like I mean their fans are really what's gonna, who are going to be driving their sales so they've got to be able to get around to mm. everything I'd have thought but and I feel
1: like I feel like they do have a very vocal fan base too like because mm. they, they have listened to like what people want like, mm-hmm. for a long time, people were just, like, clamouring for a second season of The Wolf Among Us. And, yeah, obviously, at... um, I can't remember when it was. Was it before E3? Just before E3, they announced that they were going to uh, do it? Yeah, it I think so. I year? think it was like
0: maybe, like, the week leading up to E3. The or week leading like that, up that to announced. it, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: Like, they said that was coming, and they said... Ooh, I, f- I feel like they might have said that they're looking into Borderlands, because people want a second season of that, too. But I feel like that one didn't sell quite as well, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they just sort of need to, yeah, go back and... Sort of do what they did at the start. Like, obviously, they were probably a hot commodity. They probably had these brands coming to them saying, we want you to, you know, we want you to develop a story for us. And mm. and they would have jumped at the chance for most things, I'd say. But, yeah, they just ended up taking on too much, I think.
0: Yeah, I think that was like part of the problem as well. Like, we kept getting new, like, new franchises and sort of new stories. And it's like, well, I, I want to go back to that world. And like I said, like... I Wolf Among Us, I found absolutely incredible, yeah. uh, and I've been wanting to go back to that world for so long and get that second season. Um, hopefully, yeah. these layoffs don't affect that. They're they're saying that it, it's not going to have any impact on any previously Previous announced, announced projects, yeah. um, which I guess goes to say that they had more unannounced projects on the go, which <laughs> just speaks to that. Yeah. Speaks yeah, to that. Boggles my mind. How, I
1: what would you do, what would you do if one was a, a, a Star Wars one? Oh,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm, th- I'm sure I'm sure that was a discussion they've had at some point. Um, no doubt No doubt in my mind I mean a but Star Wars Telltale game Would be amazing Especially considering What's happened with This yeah. rule recently Like I, That's just That's just what I want Like mm. A sort of A good story Yeah like a A hard hitting Sort of more adult Sort of like Star Wars story In the video game space Um, I, At least that's what I was hoping for From Amy Hennig's game and, uh, yeah. and She would More than capable Of delivering that I'm sure um, mm-hmm. But you know You know Telltale Tell I though. would support them in, in that pursuit as well yeah,
1: as you said, they just sort of need to go back. They do need to redo their engine. Like mm. yeah, that's in that's in desperate need of um, of a spruce up. Because I mean, I think the last game they said they had updated it for was Batman, and the fifth episode of that ran like absolute dog. Mm. Like on my, I think I played it on PlayStation. And um, like the last, I think the the first scene of the last episode, I've got a vivid memory of it. Like it's a pretty action heavy scene, but like the literally the whole thing just chugs through. Yeah. And like you you and like it's just a slideshow. Yeah. Until you get to until you get to the loading screen, I'm like, this needs to like, they need to do something about this. It's and just particularly
0: crazy. in those climactic scenes yeah. that really like the idea yeah. is that you shouldn't exactly. be reminded you're playing the video game. Like the immersion should be there yeah. and for it to stutter like that. It's like oh yeah I'm just playing a game, nothing matters. I guess I'll kill him. Like whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and really in Telltale Games the choices don't matter anyway let's be yeah. real well, yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Uh, anyhow, um, once again, from PressStart, I had to go out to everyone affected. Hope they land on their feet. Uh, but with that, let's bring an end to what was episode one hundred and twenty-one of the StartCast. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Podcast One, or any other podcast service of your choice. Just search the StartCast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at AU as well as visiting the site at PressStart.com.au. Join the conversation by tweeting us. Use the hashtag, hashtag the #StartCast. Be part of the show. I've been your host, Ian Roxburgh you can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore uh, Joining us today was Brody. Yes, thank you. Uh, you can follow me on pretty much most of
1: my social platforms at Brody underscore DG. You got anything else in the pipeline at the moment? Working on any other reviews? I'm trying to remember where uh, you're at. I'm trying to remember where everyone's yeah, at. Yeah, no, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty clear of reviews at the second. Um, I might put my One hand up for... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a lot going on at the minute. Um, I think Shannon's going to be handling... Battlefront or maybe no I think someone's been sent to that so um someone's
0: been assigned
1: yeah someone's been assigned so um <laughs> yeah I don't know I might put my hand up for L.A. Noir. I'm, I'm quietly keen for that so um uh, yeah Battlefront that like
0: real soon isn't it
1: yeah and I is... think it's like seven days it's next week
0: oh jeez dude oh. there's just too many games to play man Too many did games. you see like
1: all the gameplay that came out of it I did I was, like, yeah yeah someone oh. like as Kylo just like marching through like a, a oh man yeah, rituals. I saw.
0: I was watching some gameplay as well of uh, like Yoda, and his animations are just <laughs> awesome. Kind of, added, you, you like know how was, like? um, was like flipping around and doing backflips and whatnot, that. Yeah, they yeah. put all that in. It's amazing.
1: Carlo's like freeze, uh, force freeze thing is just so cool. Oh really? That. Oh, I've not yeah. seen that. I'm gonna have to go and check that out. Like he just goes boom, and then just stops him dead. It's it's badass.
0: Damn, I can't wait, man. Too many games. I've got to get to Assassin's Creed Origins as well. Ah, it's crazy. Yeah, I've got to play Wolfenstein. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Let me know what you think about that. I'm very keen to hear your thoughts. Anyhow, let's get out of here. Thanks again for tuning in, everyone. Until next time, happy gaming. Bye-bye.